What makes a great round of golf is your short game. And when it comes to putting, alignment may be the most important part of the equation. That's why Odyssey continues to set performance standards with the new triple track putters. Three distinct alignment lines are centered on every triple track putter head. That's the same visual technology that lands jets on aircraft carriers. You'll be amazed at how easy it is to line up so you can focus on making a great stroke. Get lined up with the new triple track putters at CallawayGolf.ca. Who or what is a cronk? That's the question a University of Calgary researcher asked himself when he spotted that strange word in an 1880s version of the Calgary Herald newspaper. What happened next is the best of all social media stories. I'm Dave Breckenridge, and this is 10-3. I talk with UFC instructor and researcher Paul Ferry about why Kronk is good, why Kronk is the drink, and why it has sparked so much interest amid such strange times. Don't forget you can find us on all your favorite listening apps, whether that's Apple Podcasts, Google, Stitcher, Spotify. Please subscribe, leave us a rating, a review, and tell your friends about us. For starters, what's your name and what is it that you do? What's your day job? Um, sure. So my name is uh, Paul Ferry, and I suppose I'm a researcher and instructor at the University of Calgary. They're sort of slightly different jobs from each other. Um, I teach politics courses, and but my research is actually mostly in the medical school, where I do okay. uh, research around community involvement in health research. Looking at the year 2020, there's a lot of words that jump out. Like there's already some good contenders for word of the year. There's impeach or impeachment. There's pandemic. There's coronavirus. There's COVID. And thanks to you, there's another word kind of inching its way into the conversation, at least in Canada. And it's cronk. How did you get this word into the conversation? <laughs> well, the, the full extent of its uh, spread, I guess, is a little bit of a surprise, but I guess it all started with when I found these ads in an old copy of the Calgary Herald. I think it was the fifth edition of the Herald, like the fifth one they ever printed. Um, oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. I was like, what was it? Uh, fall of 1883. I was just looking at the, the front page. I was just kind of browsing through, to be honest. And I saw this word, uh, right? The first word in the local news section and just said, crunk. <laughs> And obviously, you see the word crunk, you, you're, it immediately sticks in your mind for whatever reason. I don't know how that works, but I, thought I have to read on. So I, I sort of uh, rifled through the, the front section. So I said crunk, and then it was just a news story. I, I, forget, about, uh, I forget about what exactly. I think it was about, about farming of some sorts. I think the next uh, word that it said was just crunk is good, and then drink crunk. <laughs> Uh, so it's just like, like, what, what is this? Uh, was my main reaction. It's just basically kind of like embedded in the story. Like in the middle of the copy, there's just, you know, a phrase, Kronk is good. Kronk is the drink, drink Kronk. Did that get you wondering like right away? Kind of what, what was your thought process? First of all, what were you doing reading the fifth edition of the Calgary Herald from 1883. Was it part of your research or just something you do in your spare time? I think it was, it was Sunday and I was going to go on a walk. And then I went outside and I think four seconds later it started raining. So I thought, okay, well that's my, <laughs> my afternoon ruined. So I thought, what can we do here? And I thought, well, let's, let's look at some old yeah. newspapers. Hadn't done that in a little while. So I was just flipping through some old Calgary Herald's. I was feeling historic or something. I don't know. It was really just seeing these 
well, these strange ads, and it wasn't clear at all what the product was. Like, you just see Kronk, and it's like, it's not, like, is it is it a food? Is it a, an item of some sorts? Um, really no context at all. I mean, I'm looking at one of them right now. It just says, Kronk is good. And then you have a, a, a story about a mechanic opening up his first shop, and then it just said, buy Kronk. And then we have a thing about hunting, and then Kronk is the drink. So, I mean, you're really, you're really <laughs> definitely investigating like I, I, the, the rest, not the rest of the afternoon, but probably the rest of that hour was spent uh, trying to figure out what on earth this was. Did you kind of get a sense of what it was before you did what any sane thinking person does in 2020 and, and puts it on social media saying, Hey, check this out. Or, or it was it till after you put it out on, on Twitter that you kind of got a sense as to what exactly Kronk was. I think by the time I tweeted it, all I had figured out was that that it was a drink because one of the ads I think just says drink crunk. So I, th- I thought it was probably at, at the very least a liquid. I knew right then that I had to share because I mean I, I can't have all the fun to myself. So I had to <laughs> had to make sure other people saw it as well. So you 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 go to Twitter and you say, hey, check this out. This is in Calgary Herald, eighteen eighty three. Crunk crunk is the drink. What was the initial response to this? Well, I'd say, so what was it? Sunday afternoon. So I, I would say initially it was like, it was a, um, a reasonably popular tweet to start with. And I thought, yeah, like I, I've not to, not to flex, I guess, but, uh, uh I've, done, <laughs> I've done a few, I've done a few popular tweets in my life and, um, you know, you get some response, you get 50 retweets and people have a little bit of fun and it's sort of over in, uh, over in a couple of hours. And I thought, okay, that, you know, that, that's how this is going. So I actually ended up going on that walk that I was supposed to earlier because it uh, had stopped raining. And then mm-hmm. when I came back, it was like 300 retweets had happened by the time I'd gone on this. And it wasn't too long of a walk, an hour or something. Um, yeah. Okay, that, that's fun. And then I went to bed, as you do at night. And then when I woke up, it was, what, 1,200, 1,500 retweets by the, by the, by the morning, I'm sure. Yeah. I think what really struck me as well was the responses were maybe a little bit different from usual as well, other than just people sharing it. It was that people started submitting essentially their own research into uh, what cr- exactly Kronk was. You go to sleep, you wake up, and the internet sleuths who are on Twitter kind of have done uh, some of the homework. and Because, you know, people, of course, you see a word like Kronk. People want to know what it is. It reminds me, and I tweeted this this morning uh, before we recorded. It reminds me of the an old Simpsons episode where Gabo comes to town. Oh, and yes, Bart and Homer yeah. are sitting and watching TV, and there's a commercial, and all it says is Gabo is coming, and everyone starts freaking out. And what's Gabo? And they get all excited. And so we have this. We have access to a wealth of knowledge on the internet, and people had started doing a bit of sleuthing. And and what did people come back at you with? Yes. So, I mean, I mean, some of the early uh, hits, I guess, were um, a couple of people had dug up some of the old bottles of Kronk, because it seems like the main memory that people have of Kronk, if, if before this story, at least, was just these uh, many bottles that just says things like Kronk soda water or Kronk soda or Kronk's beer. Uh, mm-hmm. They still exist. So, that, so that, uh, a few people had found some uh, historical societies, mostly it seems like in upstate New York for whatever reason, um, who collect these, cr- well, crunk bottles and other bottles, I suppose. But they, 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 someone had written up a whole newsletter about the history of of crunk's celebrated root beer. Um, what else have people found? That, yeah, so they, it was just like digging up all sorts of uh, trivia about crunk. 
we have a name, we have an idea that it's a beverage. We have people who are, you know, digging up these kind of neat looking bottles. I saw some that were kind of like clay, beigey, brown, some that were blue. They all say Dr. Cronk on them. Um, but we don't have an idea of what it is right away, right? Like what's in it. And it was a few days later, I believe that someone had, had kind of had managed to find and dig up a recipe and it reads kind of like a weird amalgam of root beer and beer. And there's a drink that I've had before. I think it's called Groot and it's like, um, medieval style drink with herbs. Like what did you make of it when you saw the recipe? Well, well, first I I was, I was absolutely thrilled that, um, someone had dug it up. So I, I, I know her, uh, Jennifer Davis down in, she lives in the Lethbridge area. Um, so I saw that I saw that she had tweeted this recipe. I probably didn't notice it for about twelve hours because it was buried in all of the other crunk uh, uh, ephemera. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so yeah, so when I when I saw the recipe, I was like, okay, this is this is getting good because I think uh, it had attracted the attention of uh, um, one of the radio stations here already. So I thought, okay, now I have to definitely share the. Uh, share this recipe mm-hmm. uh, for what uh, Dr. Kronk's sarsaparilla beer. It was found in the, in a great book it has an amazing title. What's it called? Uh, the handbook of practical receipts or useful hints in everyday life. That sounds like a very useful book. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I mean, the author is uh, listed as an American gentleman and lady. So, you know, you know, it's uh, reputable. If yeah. But yeah. So when I saw the recipe, I, like I, so I shared this and I think this is what really kicked up the, uh, the crunk craze uh, a little bit, but yeah. So, but I mean, even looking at it and I know the, the guys from the brewery, uh, not to spoil a little bit of the fun there, um, said that it's really kind of a little bit vague, but it does sound kind of like a root beer, um, plus a beer mm-hmm. maybe and uh, throw in a bit of kombucha type things going on. Yeah. And, and then you got, you got crunk. So we're talking like sarsaparilla and sassafras mm-hmm. and chamomile and hops and molasses. Yeah, a hundred gallons or ten gallons of molasses. Yeah. Oh wow! Like it. It sounds just like kind of like a. It could be a really tasty beverage, right? Like, what do we know about Doctor Cronk in general? So, so not so not a lot. Like I, I have been obviously uh, inspired to to try and find out. So he was named Warren Cronk. Was he a doctor? Like a real legit doctor, <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that that I definitely can't I can't find any evidence of. Um, <laughs> but it was like it was like I think it was the 1830s when he was sort of selling it to begin with. So like the, the idea of what a doctor was was maybe a little bit more liberal at the time. Um, yeah. But yeah, so like who who he was exactly is sort of is very mysterious. He seemed mostly just like a salesman of some sorts who had made this drink, like it, it's a legit drink of some sorts. Mm-hmm. Um, and his role seemed to be mostly traveling from town to town in, in primarily the northern United States and selling franchises to brew the local version of Kronk. Yeah, I, I know at the time, you know, soft drinks or, or, or beverages like that were seen as tonics or health remedies. Um, was he selling it? Or promoting it as kind of like, hey, drink Kronk and this will make you feel better, or give you vigor and energy or that kind of thing? Or was it just seen as like a refreshment? 
Yeah, well, at least initially when you look at some of the older ads, not so much from Calgary, but from the US, it's sold as sometimes an alcoholic beverage, sometimes not, which I think is a fun part of the mystery. But mm-hmm. it's also definitely sold as, an, at least in the early ads, like a, um, a, a health drink to, to revitalize the liver and, I don't know, improve your spleen. I'm not sure exactly what they were selling, but uh, it, it seemed like it was supposed to be uh, at least a cure-all for... Uh, whatever I'll do. Now, this wouldn't be the internet age if someone didn't put something out like this on social media and get a bit of a groundswell, if someone didn't try and make it a reality. And you kind of hinted at that before, but we may get a chance to taste Kronk in the not-too-distant future. Is it like two breweries in Calgary that are looking at doing it right now? Yeah, I, I think so. So yeah, so when I when did I find this recipe? It was on the Tuesday, mm-hmm. and, I, and as I, I think I said, it, it sort of leveled everything up a little bit. But then by Wednesday morning, uh, at least uh, two breweries I saw, and definitely one is making it for sure, um, are now brewing uh, a whole batch of a whole batch of Kronk. So I mean, Cold, Cold Garden, which is a sort of a brewery and quite lovely pub-y type thing. Um, in Inglewood in Calgary is uh, yeah. has a, has a whole has ordered all the ingredients that they're they're starting the process um, and that was just I don't know less than seventy two hours after tweeting it initially. That's crazy how fast this can go. And I mean, like like you mentioned earlier, like you've had some popular tweets. I know every year you kind of do the best headlines of the year. That's w- one of the things that stands out for me. I as is someone who works in newspapers, I love wild headlines. But what did you make of kind of how this took off. Do you think that it speaks to just the bizarreness of the word itself or the fact that we've all been cooped up in our houses and and we're looking for a distraction or or kind of what do you, what do you think about why it caught on so quickly? Yeah, no, I mean I, I think it is a, is a couple of things all at once. I mean, the word crunk which is the first word I saw from this whole set is definitely like the the key to all of this. Like it's yeah. it's a funny word to look at. It's a funny word to say. You sound a little <laughs> bit like a goose, I think, when you cronk uh, when you, when you say it out loud. It's like it's 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 solid altogether. I, I, second, I guess, um, would be that like the ads themselves. I think if it was some of the other ads that I had found for cronk, which kind of go into more detail and are probably honestly like more descriptive of what the product is, I don't think mm-hmm. it would have caught on as well so in in some ways i think like the the genius of kronk is really whoever wrote these ads in 1883 in, in calgary really i mean it might not have been that much of a hit back then i don't know but uh definitely is a is, is a hit for 2020 and and 100 percent definitely it's the 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 boredom of 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 the pandemic it's, it's just it's just something that's fun to do and say and think about that is not related to covid even slightly well, it's definitely a, a fun distraction. And, you know, as someone who who follows the craft beer industry in Alberta as, as closely as, as I do, and I saw Cold Garden was jumping on it, I can't wait uh, to get myself, uh, get my hands on a bottle of that sweet, sweet cronk. Uh, Paul, thanks for your time. Thanks so much. 10.3 is produced by Carson Jarama. Theme music from Bryce Hall. Thanks to my guest, Paul Ferry. I'm Dave Breckenridge. Thanks for listening. Thank you.